0: God spent so much time on earth. He was with these men at all times. He was preaching to people. He was healing people. He was seeing the miraculous when He walked the earth. But the one question the disciples asked Him back was not, teach us how to preach or teach us how to speak. They always said, teach us how to pray.
1: Welcome to iRefresh, where we talk about the power of prayer in God's Word. I'm so glad to have with me my friend, who's back with us, Tiffany, smiling. Thank you so much for having us, Cheryl. Yeah, and her mom, Brenda. Welcome. Thank you, Cheryl. So it's great to have you. And the reason why I was so excited because Tiffany was with us in season one, on episode 14 and 17, and you have to hear incredible story. Uh, Tiffany wrote a book, and we had her talk about that in episode 14. And it's an incredible story. Now, the whole thing about it, I won't mess it up for you. You have to read it, is when I began to read her book, it was a story that was a part of your mom being involved in this storyline. And when I was reading it late one night, I thought, when you spoke about your mother and praying, I'm like, I have to meet your mother. So, Brenda, I'm so glad that you're a part of now one of our episodes, because it's all about the power of prayer and the impact. And you truly had an impact On Tiffany's life in a young age. Thank you so much. (laughs) So that's where, that's our premise of just starting out of how, um, impressed I was about your tenacity to pray. And really what I, I thought how amazing it is that both of you, your legacy of prayer and how it impacted Tiffany's life when she was walking through cancer. But it goes beyond just that. In all of your lives that you have, you have sought for God. In both of your lives and then together. So I wanted you guys to begin to just,
0: you know, share with us what God has been doing. I was actually the beneficiary of a lot of people's prayers as a child. Mm -hmm. So I had my mom and my family and women in my life praying for me. Mm -hmm. And so seeing that growing up kind of started imparting into me how important prayer is now. I was able to see God move when I had epilepsy, um, Mm -hmm. see him move when I was diagnosed with brain cancer, and see him moved to heal me of cancer, now doing our work in Haiti. And, you know, there's right. many times in Haiti where we're seeing, you know, spiritual warfare and just how the power of prayer over mm-hmm. years has been imparted to me from the people that have poured into me mm-hmm. and seeing that, right. how it benefits us now too. Um, That's so true. one thing that like the Lord's really been showing me lately mm-hmm. is just reading through the stories of the disciples and right. seeing how God spent so much time on earth. He was With these men at all times, he was preaching to people. He was healing people. He was seeing the miraculous when he walked the earth. But the one question the disciples asked him back was not, teach us how to preach or teach us how Mm -hmm. to speak. Mm -hmm. They always said, teach us how to pray. That's
1: really good. Wow, I love that. And I just know that
0: like there's a tie, clearly, from Jesus' life Mm -hmm. of praying and how— Prayer is the key to even the to the miraculous, or to reaching people around the world, or in your hometown, or in the coffee shop. It's prayer is the key, and Jesus' life showed that too. So that's so true. Yeah. So that groundwork for how important it was for him has been really speaking to me lately on my own personal prayer life as well.
1: You know, we're always learning, aren't we? I mean, really, it's a conversation with God, Mm -hmm. but even in that conversation, it's like He is downloading. Things into our lives. And it's always in those times when we need something from the Lord, just wisdom. Mm-hmm. I mean, how many times have we prayed for wisdom? Mm-hmm. And you have, when we talk about in episode 17 of season one how you've had to pray before you ever go into work with the orphanage there, mm-hmm. which has had incredible things, miracles, and protection over them. Mm-hmm. I think that's great. You know, Brenda, too, I, I want to bring you in too is like, how is it that even you would teach your family? The value, uh, was it by example or just speaking into their lives about prayer? I
2: grew up in a, a Christian, godly home, and mm-hmm. I received the Lord when I was like nine years old. Mm-hmm. And I've always had a love for the Lord. There's nothing like the relationship with Jesus. Yes. I mean, there's nothing that can, can compare to it. And I feel like when my children were young, I wanted to instill into them. Like scripture, mm-hmm. uh, they went. We went to when that church they did the Bible boot camp and oh, get yes. the word in their oh, heart. Yeah. Yes, but we would do our evening devotions together. We would have song and praises together. Wow, uh, we would um, plant the seed in their heart mm-hmm. for them to to receive Jesus into their heart. All all of the children, all of my children, have all received the Lord at a young age. Tiffany, weren't you about?
0: Six.
2: Six. <laughs> Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day. Wow. Yeah. I remember, yeah. She Yay. came home from a little party and she wanted to accept Jesus in her heart. Wow. My husband and I, both Christians, both love the Lord and just wanted our family to to have that relationship personally with Jesus. He's been with us through the valleys, through mm-hmm. the mountaintop, through the victories, through challenges, and he's been faithful every mm-hmm. single time. Mm-hmm.
1: So what's it like? I don't know, I see some books here. Uh, what are these books about prayer? How have they been a part of, as we we're talking about learning and growing, how have they been instrumental in your prayer life?
2: Uh, this book right here, yes, The Power of a Praying Parent. Yes, um, I'll just give you, you, you know the story on Tiff, but I'm just going to give you a little heads up before Tiff. Okay. Gentry, before she was born, I was told was going to be Down syndrome and to have an abortion. Wow. I didn't know and that. so I... I walked through that season of my life. Mm-hmm. I saw your uh, little equipment, your sports equipment in right. that room as you gained spiritual muscle by working out. Right. You also gained spiritual muscle by yes. going through challenges and valleys, mm-hmm. and you grow. Well Gentry was born completely healthy, normal, and fine, mm-hmm. but a week after I had Gentry, my face went paralyzed. I had Bell's palsy. And so the left side of my face was paralyzed for three months. Mm. I could not blink. Mm. I had to tape my eyes shut, Mm. and I looked like I had a stroke. Mm. Going through that at the age of 28 years old Mm. prepared me for the future. Wow. For Tiffany. Mm.
0: That valley
2: encouraged me for the next one that would come. Seasons are always changing. And Times know, are always changing. That's true,
1: and we want to highlight what that yes. means, so that they understand. When you go back and listen to the episode, mm-hmm. it was because of the paralysis that you have today, mm-hmm. Tiffany. And that would be that you have some paralysis on your—is it left side? My left side. Your left. It was my left side as well. Mm-hmm. Really? Yes. Mm-hmm. Wow. And so Tiffany still deals with some right. of that right. as well in her life.
2: But um, mm-hmm. this book, yeah. it would say to. Pray through a child's room. Okay. So when she was going through her sickness, she'd be off at school. Mm-hmm. I would go into her room and pray through her eyes, through what she's experiencing. Wow. As a mother,
1: mm-hmm.
2: and um, it was such a blessing to me. It, it has all right. kinds of topics mm-hmm. of um, how to pray for your child, right. if you're a mom or if you're a grandmother.
0: Right. Oh, yeah.
2: I mean, it's never too always a need for Always
1: a need for prayer. The,
2: that's really so That that was very encouraging to me. Mm-hmm.
1: You know, I we, we've I've heard other people talk about the different things when you say the challenges in life. Sometimes people's challenges cause them to go wayward and go away from God. You know, and I have to say, Tiffany, I know you've gone through a lot of different seasons from your youth and on. Have you ever felt that? It, you were, wanted just like, okay, I'm going to try my own direction, or did you always find that you always had to lean into God?
0: Honestly, there wasn't a moment mm-hmm. when I was pulled another direction, but there were many moments when I wasn't as close to God okay. as I am now.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I believe through all those experiences and all those valleys, it actually, it, on the other side of it, has brought me so much closer that I feel mm-hmm. like I'm closer to Him now than I ever would have been or have been. That's true. So even though I wasn't maybe pulled astray, like yeah. sometimes happens in situations where others right. go through hard things, I have been further away from God mm-hmm. than I am now. Mm-hmm. So, yeah.
1: you know, I think too, I'm thinking, Brenda, when you have watched your daughter go through different things, both your, I mean, you have three kids, mm-hmm. through the different seasons in each of them going through. Have you learned, because I'm learning this as an empty nester (laughs) on one of them, Um, some things you just don't say, but it's your prayer assignment. Right. So have you found it that way, is instead of speaking into their lives, sometimes you have to pray into their lives? Most definitely. Okay. Yes. So have you learned the wisdom of knowing when to do those things? Learning. (laughs) I'm a work in progress. (laughs) Okay, okay, good, because I'm still there. Yeah. Yeah. There's moments like, okay, stop talking. Right. So how do you approach the Lord? In those times when you see something in your children's life, maybe they're struggling with something and you want to solve it. Like, you know, we want to rescue and solve something. How do you approach it?
2: I get on my knees and I say, Lord, you know them
1: better than I do. Mm
2: -hmm. You created and formed them in my womb. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: Every detail of their life and your ways are higher than my ways and your thoughts than my thoughts Mm. so help me to trust you as a mother we have trouble releasing and letting go Mm. we want to carry our children's burdens or Mm. even grandchildren you know the Mm. needs that they may have Right. and when I was a little girl I used to like to go fishing Mm. and there's a scripture that we're to cast all of our care upon the Lord. Yes. And you know how you throw your little pole out in the water and mm-hmm. moms want to reel it back in. Oh yeah. And take that burden mm-hmm. and that load again. Mm-hmm. But God wants us to release it. And he knows so much better than we do. He just wants us to trust him. That his plans are better.
1: I'm sure when you talk about trust, mm-hmm. I believe that there's something that each of you are in agreement that you've been praying for maybe in for Tiffany's life, right? Mm -hmm. So how do you talk to each other? Because I had a mother that we would pray and believe into some things in my own life. And there was something I loved about when I would talk to my mom Mm -hmm. is knowing that she was backing me up and and Mm -hmm. warring in the spirit and praying through things. What are some of your dialogues or things that you find help each other when you're praying and believing for something?
0: I think for me it's Mm -hmm. having... I feel like we have our own secret place, mm-hmm. and then we mm-hmm. share what God's telling us there. Mm-hmm. Exactly, yeah. and the, just the, you champion while He's sharing me. Yes, to me. Sorry, it makes me I know, I know. I get it, honey. <laughs> and then you um, encourage. <laughs> yeah, you champion yeah. to go further and further. Yes. Yeah.
2: Hmm. Funny, she said, yeah. the "Secrets of the secret place." Yeah, that's a friend of mine gave me this book last year, mm-hmm. and it's where you know David went into the secret place to have Thanks. his time with the Lord, mm-hmm. and the Holy Spirit meets you in that secret place. Mm-hmm. It could mm-hmm. be a prayer closet. It could be a prayer bench. It could be just when you shut the door, the mm-hmm. Holy Spirit is welcoming you and waiting on your arrival, mm-hmm. and he will fill the room with your presence. I go into mm-hmm. my secret place. And this, little, this book here, there's 52 chapters mm-hmm. for 52 weeks a year in the year. Mm-hmm. And there's two or three pages to mm-hmm. meditate on once a week. Mm-hmm. And that's your meditation. And it draws you more intimately close to the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. But then the Lord speaks to me mm-hmm. in my secret place. And I share it with Tiffany. I'll say, hey, Tiffany, the Lord woke me up this morning. Mm-hmm. About 530. It's usually about 530. Mm-hmm. And I have a word for you and I have a message for you. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I will say the power of prayer is, is also increased when you fast.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes.
2: Fasting and praying takes it to a new level.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Yes. And um, I'm in the process this month of
1: fasting for special needs. I can't wait to. But don't you find when you do the fasting is there's a clarity that comes mm-hmm. in that process? Mm-hmm. Yes. Because you have to remove, it's removing an obstacle. Mm-hmm. It's removing so nothing distracts you from really,
0: mm-hmm.
1: it's like, to me, it reminds me in the Old Testament, you know, when the priest would go and they would, it says they would grab a hold of the horns of the of the altar, you know, and behalf of the people and been repenting for them. But it's mm-hmm. like we hold on mm-hmm. to the truth of God's word. To believe what we're believing for, right? Mm-hmm. The promises that he has for us, that mm-hmm. we're declaring them over our lives and our loved ones. Mm-hmm. And just believing and not doubting that God is true, that we are supposed to trust him. Yes. I,
2: I gave Tiffany mm-hmm. a little poster when she was a little girl. And it was a little girl sitting on a swing set holding mm-hmm. the ropes. But there's nothing above but God's hands Oh
1: wow! holding
2: the rope. That's mm-hmm. good.
1: And that's how I feel like
2: her journey has been. Mm. She trusts God. Wow. We trust God.
1: That's really good. What a reassurance, isn't it? To, to mm-hmm. know that you, I'm sure the same thing, that you were also standing with your mother.
0: Mm-hmm. And, I'm, and you've probably given her words. Yeah, and it's really special, like when God speaks to you in that secret place or in your alone time, or your quiet time with Him, and He speaks something to you, and then someone you trust can confirm it. Yes. Um, especially as a mother figure or a, mm-hmm. even a spiritual mother in people's lives. Mm-hmm. When someone can pray with you, trust with you, and confirm, you know, what God's speaking to you on these things, it's really powerful.
1: Mm-hmm. You know, that's it's true. I mean, what would you find are some of the most important parts? You talked about the yeah. secret place. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are some other things that each one of you can, we can pull away of of kind of like truths that would help other people Increase their prayer life, increasing their trust in God, believing His Word when sometimes what we see in the natural, we're not seeing. Something's going on in the spiritual, but we're just not seeing in the natural.
2: I would say have a prayer partner. Prayer partners Mm -hmm. are so important. Mm -hmm. My husband's from the Carolinas, and Mm -hmm. we would see uh, family at holidays, and we would draw names as prayer partners for the new year.
1: Really? Wow!
2: And we got so excited on whose name you drew for the next year. You're going to be my prayer partner.
1: Yeah.
2: We're going to share our needs mm-hmm. and tax bright cards. What a great idea! And so mm-hmm. God has always sent me mm-hmm. uh, mentors to in my life through Tiffany's sickness. I had my husband's sweet junior uh, boys uh, Sunday school teacher mentored me. Yeah. And walked me. Through, she was like in her seventies, and I was in my forties. It was a war room, a true mm-hmm. war room, you know. And um, and then now I have another a special lady in my life that in in her seventies that mentors mm-hmm. me and is fasting with me right now. So wow. prayer partners, okay, someone that joins in with you
1: in believing and trusting. That's great. Tiffany, what, what do you have that you think would be helpful with people in just believing and in, in praying?
0: I think it's so important when we start viewing what prayer really is. And it's just, we get to go into the mm-hmm. inner chambers with the Lord of Lords, the Most High. And we get to communicate with Him mm-hmm. and talk with Him and get His plans, get His dreams, get His words, and pray those with Him pray his dreams with him, and see them happen on earth. Mm -hmm. And so I think it's just, Mm -hmm. for me, it's honoring that I get the privilege to do that. Mm -hmm. And when I'm going through hard times, I get to see his insight into that moment or what he wants to do through this. Mm -hmm. So practically speaking, I would encourage people just to honor the daily time, set apart a time each day, and truly honor that. Like, in your schedule, there is nothing that can come between... This time. And mm-hmm. people might have young kids. I know it gets interrupted, right. but this is a precious time to me. And just really engaging with God, being honest. Like, mm-hmm. if there's things on your heart, like if you, you know, don't have a heart for certain things that you know God wants you to have a heart for, like being honest with him, I think, mm-hmm. in those times. God never leaves you hungry, and he always feeds mm-hmm. you there. Wow. It's your daily bread. So what I'm learning now is I can't get by without my daily bread.
1: <laughs> That's so true. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's so true. So it's, you know, as we are recapping, you know, just not enough time to go through it. I mean, I would love it where we talk about more, like some of the highlights. Like, what are some pivotal moments that you think, even Brenda, of like your go-to, like how you've seen God move in your life and when you've prayed?
2: I've had many. Mm
1: -hmm. (laughs) Uh,
2: A couple with Tiffany. Right. Mm -hmm. Uh, After her, she had four surgeries and then radiation from the age of, 11 to 16.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And we were at St. Jude's in Memphis. Mm-hmm. And I was having uh, my prayer time the night before Tiffany had her, sur- her second surgery. She was listening to Nicole C. Mullen, When I Call on Jesus.
1: Oh, yes. Mm-hmm.
2: And it just inspired me that here, this, this daughter of mine is about to face her second surgery, but she's trusting God. Mm-hmm. God gave me a dream that night.
1: Hmm.
2: That he showed me a tree in my dream, that was a green tree. it was December, in the field behind where trees the trees had no leaves on them. And God sent an angel in my dream, and we walked down the streets of Memphis and He took me to this tree.
1: Hmm.
2: And he told me that this this green tree means life, and I promise He promised me Tiffany's life. Hmm. When I opened the curtains the next morning, after my dream, there was my tree, Hmm. there was the field, Hmm. there was my promise, and I took a branch off that tree, and I kept that branch, and I held on to that branch as my promise Mm -hmm. that she would have life. Another occasion, I was praying the night before, I was in her hospital room, and in Kings where it talks about a cloud fills the temple. Of God, of oh, yeah. God, mm-hmm. this billowing cloud filled the hospital room, and the nurses walked in and out of that cloud all mm-hmm. through the night. And I had such a peace during whatever experience you're going through. Mm-hmm. I thought it, that her, our valley was over, but God gave me that promise to hang on to. Didn't know mm-hmm. that two more surgeries and radiation would come, but look at Tiffany today. Mm-hmm. God is so faithful. Amen. He will never fail you. Amen. He will never disappoint you.
1: So true. Well, thank you both of you, Tiffany and Brenda. It's it's so inspiring when you hear women of faith that are fervent and you don't quit. You know, and I think that's something we want to talk to even those of maybe listening that you have been praying and you haven't really seen an answer that you were hoping or anticipating or wasn't the answer you would hope for. You know, God's got a plan for us, and sometimes we don't understand it in the immediate. But we, again, as Brenda even said, is trusting God. Mm-hmm. We have to trust God that he ultimately knows the end game of, of our lives and what he promises It says is good. And we can see the value of prayer. Tiffany is a walking testimony. The reason why she's alive, and if you read her book, it's called Your Dream, God's Plan. It's an inspiring book because not only was it that Brenda prayed her back to life and prayed life into her. It's also, is with the journey that it launched her, just a dream, you know, and going through struggles in the middle of all of it. There was still a struggle, but to dream big and to see that through the prayers and the legacy of prayers in their family, that lives are being changed in even other countries. And that's what you need to understand. If we don't pray, if we don't believe Who will? And what impact will we be making or not making if we don't obey God? And just listen to him. There's so much more we can talk about. We hope that you will reach out to us. If you need prayer, connect with us at iRefresh.net. We would love to encourage you that God is for you, not against you. His promises for you are good and yes and amen.